Hello. Hi. Welcome to another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. And uh, we've got a good one for you today. No Bronson. He was uh, doing a little bit of traveling. Yeah. So he'll be back uh, next week. For a fun episode. Oh, yes. I, I feel like that's something we need to start the show off with. Because, <laughs> I mean, we've got our regular topics and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Microsoft doing Microsoft things and a bunch of other stuff, you know. But we have an announcement to make. Yeah. So next week, we will be on with Cast Iron Kyle. Yes. And we will be making the Hot Gobbler. I'm so excited for this. I I don't know how I feel about it yet. <laughs> so I have a grocery list for this week, which is basically just a Thanksgiving list. But <laughs> We're having baby Thanksgiving. Yeah, but two weeks earlier. Um, and I, I just, I hope it doesn't rain because a lot of the things that oh I am preparing God. for, I need outside. I need my smoker. Um, depending on how many people show up, we're going to need the big table. Um, I mean, we have pop-up tents, you know. That is true. We do have a pop-up <laughs> tent. So, Could you I, imagine us doing that in the rain? I, I've done worse. <laughs> so. yeah, just, that's fair. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm so excited for that. We're going to take on the wa- uh, the Wawa. Taking on the Wawa. The, the Wawa. We're going to go down to the Wawa. Uh, you today you were like I'm gonna grab some uh, Wawa before I come here. I forgot to eat. I was like, you best not get a goddamn gobbler because oh, that no. has to happen on air. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I still have to this day never had a gobbler. Yeah, so I think the plan is for next week is that when you get here, you will stop by the Wawa as normal, but this time you have to pick up a gobbler. Okay, I could do that, and then we will we will do get a, a compare. standard gobbler, nothing too wild and crazy. Nope, and then uh, then we're gonna do something crazy. <laughs> So I have a grocery list, like I was saying, uh, for the the cook, and we have to go this weekend, get everything, and then I have to try a couple recipes oh, to see, because yeah. in my brain it works, but I don't know if that's how it works when you cook it. Okay. So I have a, a couple cranberry recipes we got to try. I got a couple um, turkey things I got to figure out. So, a gravy. Uh, uh, it turns out, uh, shockingly, no one has made hot, hot gravy. <laughs> huh. So. Like, th- there's never been a spicy gravy. Not that I could find. Huh. So. Um, I feel like that's something that would be great on turkey. Turkey's very mild. Right. You know, it's just turkey's turkey. It's yeah. bird. It's turkey. Like, so. you always have spicy things on chicken. Why not turkey? Yeah, so that was weird. So oh. I have like, a, I don't know, 45 bottles of hot sauce. Um, I'm going to have to try all 45 to figure out which one's the one I want to use and then go from there. And now thanks to Sauce-toberfest, I also have like 45 bottles of hot sauce. Yay. <laughs> it's at the point now where I've started to get ads on Facebook for hot sauces. Yeah. Yeah, it's from like I, companies I've never heard of before. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know yet. <laughs> I haven't had to order They're one listening. yet because I have so many. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, you have found your target demographic. However, <laughs> target acquired. 
However, <laughs> it's full. Sorry. You just kind of have to bear with us. So uh, that's uh, that's going to be fun. And then I guess uh, that will be kicking off uh, Friendvember. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. Ooh, I like Friendvember. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb with that one. So uh, Bronson will be traveling a lot in November. He will be here next week, but then I believe he's gone the rest of the month. Yeah, and possibly next rest of the year. Oh yeah. Aside from PAX. Yeah. Which is coming up in a month. Oh yeah, that is soon now, huh? Which is absurd. Yeah. To think about. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I might uh, I might just be sleeping outside your house in my car. Because I don't feel I drive it back and forth to Philly three days. Honestly, <laughs> let me talk to my girlfriend. She lives literally half an hour from Philly. Actually, less than half an hour from Philly. I'm sure we could figure something out. I got a big trunk. I'm just saying. I'll sleep in the back out of the bed. Yeah, just know. camp out, you yeah. know. It's whatever. Honestly, her dog would probably love if you just slept in the living room. Poppy would cuddle up in like in with you so a living pillow <laughs> pretty much so oh and to the chat come on down <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i offered your house but it's joe <laughs> so that is uh that is going to be fun but friend uh friend vember as yes as we are trademarking this i, I don't know if i can i'm going to try it it's official uh, it's it's the uh, table to i almost this is the second time in as many weeks that I've called this show, almost called the show, the three best friends show. <laughs> is it on the mind? I, it's, it, dude, it's a show that I haven't done since college. <laughs> that was my college morning show, which turned into like my first foray into podcasting. It happens. And we're, I'm hearing friend, like friend Vember. I'm like, yeah, oh, so three best friends. Yeah. But your brain's top trio friends. Vember. My brain is fried, but that's beyond the story. So we have Cast Iron Kyle coming next week. Mm-hmm. With we have his brother Tyler, possibly. Ho- hopefully. Because so he a, also a hasn't eaten a gobbler. Hopeful joint tabletop trio slash full slice podcast episode. Yes. Again. Again. That's That would be great. Then we have uh, a friend we will announce later coming on uh, to talk about board game stuff and one that he has made. Yes. And then we have another friend coming the week after. Mm-hmm. And then we have another friend coming the week after that. <laughs> so we so have it's, a... It's uh, friends, friend Vember. It is friend Vember. <laughs> which makes... It reminds me of uh, the the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Oh, my God. Because my brain is just like, Grim Grimburger, Fun Fun Burger. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Throwback. <laughs> Honestly. It's a wild place up here. Uh, so those are, those are the two big, uh, fun announcements for the month that, uh, I am, I am looking forward to. It should be a, uh, it should be a good time. Uh, it's going to be a lot of different, a lot of different stuff. So very excited about that. Um, but I guess we'll, we'll get into it with the topics. Yeah. Um, you might wonder why I have a bunch of glass jars here today. You know, I was, <laughs> I literally, I sat down, I looked and I'm like, I have a lot of questions, but I don't know if I want to have the answer. <laughs> so, uh, the first frost of the year is, I believe tonight, mm-hmm. it's supposed to dip below 32. Uh, we have been 
doing the whole gardening farming thing in the in the outside of the house. Yeah, Stardew Valley Life Simulator. Yeah. Um and with the first frost comes everything dying. So you kind of got to do like your your last big hurrah harvest. Mm-hmm. Um with that we have those two giant off camera metal they're about yay big uh of just tomatoes, cherry tomatoes. Some are green. Well, a lot of them are green, some of them are red. Um, turns out you could pickle green tomatoes and they are amazing. Hmm. Um, so there's things we didn't know about Bob just calling me out. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) As she currently plays Stardew. Um, I mean, it's a fantastic game. So, so just saying we, we have all this stuff to pickle and, you know, so that, that process is going to start um, probably Friday. But Fun. we had a bunch of chives to get rid of. Um, we had a handful of good figs. There's still, uh, once the first frost happens, we're going to do like one big harvest of the big frigs. Figs, not frigs. Um, and then those will get pickled as well because apparently you could pickle the green figs. They're not quite ripe yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, these are our figs. That I turned into fig jam. Ooh. So that was cool. And then I have um, a dehydrator that I use predominantly for jerky. Um, but we've been testing uh, dehydrating a bunch of stuff. So we've oh, got cool. some apples. We've got some strawberries, which has been fantastic. I've been putting these in like yogurt and stuff like that. It's just like the special K. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like having special K every morning. But yeah. Like, yeah, but just real here. strawberries. Um, these are some fruits. I forget the name of it that uh, Elena likes. So we dehydrated that. And then as of a couple hours ago, uh, all of my chives. So this was like a big bushel of chives that we just didn't know what to do with. And they only last like a week or two and, and then that's it. So I dehydrated them real quick and huh. now I've got fresh chives that I didn't have to buy from the store. That's really cool. So it's been a, a fun little excursion on... Ah, uh, it's the last season. What are we supposed to do with all this stuff? And yeah, you know, we got a big bushel of apples, and I'm like, we don't eat that many apples. Like, even if I had one to two a day, I don't think we can get through this many oh, yeah. apples. Well, and looking at how giant, like they're like bigger than my fist. Like yeah, they're, they're huge. <laughs> they're not small. And <laughs> like I, I think you had gotten them last week, and I looked over. I'm like, those are massive. Yeah, they were like they were silly. So. We decided, I tried to uh, dehydrate them. I was like, let me, let me see if this even works. I'm like, worst case, we just poke holes in this and it becomes one of those... Uh, like a little potpourri yeah, shaker the, thing. Yeah, put like a cinnamon stick in there and call it a day. <laughs> um, so, you know, that was... Uh, oh, we have uh, one for on on air for how obnoxious these it things are. huge. Yeah, this is a 20-ounce like, drinking glass. For, for size comparison, it's about, it's a little over half the size. It's about the size of a softball. <laughs> it really is, actually. Like, it's literally softball sized. And I, like. Yeah, they're they're insane. I can barely palm it. <laughs> like, this thing is massive. Yeah, that's, that's like work to to eat that. So, we we dehydrated these. After, like, three bites. Yeah, I'm tired. Ah. Um. So yeah, we 
make oatmeals and stuff like that and just toss it in or That's whatever awesome. you want to do. Well, and the fact too, I feel like having it freeze dried or freeze dried, uh, dehydrated not, not like that, <laughs> tomato, potato, like having it, uh, dehydrated like that, I feel like not only saves space, but you can do so much more with it. And if you want to rehydrate it, just put it in some boiling water, let it kind of absorb the water and it's back to normal. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the the big thing with the dehydration is like this jam. The figs usually only last like a couple days, and then they start going mm-hmm. bad. Same with strawberries. You buy them from the store, you get three to four good days of strawberries, and then that's it. So half of them are moldy. <laughs> I have a massive fucking fig tree at my house. Mm-hmm. Like this thing is. Ancient. It's a sprig actually off of my grandfather's fig tree, which now my brother cut a sprig off of this fig tree Mm -hmm. and put it back at (laughs) like his house, which was my grandparents' house. So it, the tree has moved again back to its original place and it's going to be growing and sprouting soon and all that. And I love the fig tree because it's, it's cool. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of figs. But I will do like fig spread, fig jams, yeah. fig newtons, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's there's something about the raw fig that I'm just like, yeah, I wasn't no. a, I wasn't a fan of raw, but I do like it once it's like cooked and stuff. So this is actually dumb easy to make. Um, it takes like a half hour. You literally just it basically uh, simple syrup because mm-hmm. you have to make simple syrup, and then just pour that in it with a little bit of lemon, and then just stir for like oh wow yeah 20 minutes 25 minutes yeah i love i love a good fig jam like every now and then my girlfriend's mom will put out some like cheese and crackers and Mm -hmm. spreads and she'll get a fig spread every now and then that is so good so i can only imagine that's got to be like we haven't uh really tried it i tried it when it was a a little warm yesterday uh i did mess up a little bit i put uh too much sugar because i forgot that i had half the figs that the recipe called for so it's a little on the sweet side um (laughs) Really, what I think it meant the most is that it's very sticky. It's more like jelly, less like jam. Okay. <laughs> but from the limited taste that I had, it was it was pretty good. But it was just a it was a fun it was a fun little hobby thing to yeah like oh, okay we could we could dehydrate stuff like these now are good for about two months uh, versus three days so. Same with the. It extends things a little tiny bit. Yeah, and it. I guess that's why they used to always do it, like you know, for the winter. Like you gotta, you gotta de- uh, dehydrate everything and make your jams and get all your your spreads and stuff made, mm-hmm. so that when the winter comes around, you could still have your your fruits and stuff. Yeah. And um, there was this one guy I saw on TikTok who actually dehydrated applesauce and made apple jerky. Hmm. And it like it snaps apart. It has all that. It's almost like a stiff fruit roll up. I I know people who do the fruit roll up thing. I guess that does make sense. I have seen people do um with like the strawberries and stuff, and it's like you know like an organic mm-hmm. fruit roll up, but it's not. Yeah. So I guess that's and, and it's basically what that guy did is, and he he took like regular applesauce that kind of stuff. Mix it with a little bit of honey and blended a couple different flavors of applesauce. Put it on a sheet pan. He didn't have a dehydrator. Uh, yeah, a dehydrator. So he put it in the oven at about 150 degrees for 12 to 14 hours. Wow. 
uh, opening it up every now and then just to get all the steam and everything out, put it back in the oven. And when it was done, he peeled it off of like the parchment paper that it was on. And it was just kind of a, a brick. Hmm. And he's like, yeah, I take that camping all the time. And if I want to have a little snack, it takes up zero space in my pack. Yeah. He, uh, he'll take it out, take a bite. And he goes, and if I want something that's not a hard, crunchy, you know, jerky, basically, he'll boil up some water. I'll just stick it back in there for a little bit. Pour, uh, put like, like rip up some pieces of his jerky, pour the water on it. And he has applesauce in like two minutes. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the things that someone says to do with this guy is uh, heat up the, the jam, make it make it a little hotter and until it's like a syrup consistency, mm-hmm. and then you pour it over chicken Ooh, for so like a, a glaze. glaze. Yeah. I was like, that is, I would have never, because like my brain doesn't put fig and chicken together, but like. Yeah, yeah I it, could see it though. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, in the chat, Ange says, wait, is jelly supposed to be stickier than jam? Now my whole existence in existence is confused. I was always under the impression that jelly doesn't have enough fruit or uh, an, an ingredient to be considered jam. So I've always <laughs> thought so I would always get jelly, jam and preserves confused. I thought okay, here I thought I preserves loved, and jam were the same. <laughs> maybe they are. Cuz I I've always loved um Strawberry preserves, like the Smuckers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I feel like when you say jelly, it's kind of, it's kind of a solid. Yeah. Oh, there Whereas it is. So, jam is more. Yeah, jam like is this. mashed fruit. Jelly uh, has no pieces of fruit in it. That's the difference. So Jello. The word preserves makes me uncomfy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Don't make it... to go get some strawberry preserves. Don't make it weird. Don't make it like... Yeah, preserves. Just like my uncle. Like, I don't want to... <laughs> Just like Walt Disney's head. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I'm not... I don't know. Not about it. Not, yeah. a, not a fan. I, even if you were like, yeah, that's a preserve. Like, no. Nah, it's not. Maybe <laughs> looking back, maybe that's just like a brand or like a, 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 a product line. Maybe from uh, strawberry from preserves from or Schmuckers. whatever. Yeah, and who knows? Uh, I'm gonna call my. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> hey kids, <laughs> mom, what are we having for dinner? Oh, we're having cheeseburger preserves. Does <laughs> if meatloaf you, preserves? If you cook a steak and then serve it, can you say that it was preserved? Hmm. It was in the store. It was refrigerated until I cooked it. Here's your preserves. Here, here is your preserves. Sir, this is a steak. Did I stutter? Yeah, what part of that was wrong? I don't get it. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll wait for you to tell me I was wrong. Oh, I'm not? Cool. <laughs> I am always right. That'll be $37. <laughs> ah, that's, yeah, uncomfortable. That is, that is uncomfortable. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, that's what this has been about. I and I have all these jars, so that is so cool. I made sauce on Sunday, like a true Italian mm-hmm. with with meat and sausage, and I made way too much as always. So I have like these big jars, or like one liter each, Ooh. and I made two full jars plus what we ate. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, my dad made sauce, 
And when I say made sauce, he came home with basically a pallet of sauce of like of crushed <laughs> tomatoes. Yeah. I don't know where it came from. We don't ask questions. It was just one day I'm sitting up, you know, doing work and everything. And I just, I, I smell mm-hmm. sauce and I'm like, it's two o'clock. Why do I smell sauce? Yeah. I come down after work and he's got like all four burners of our stove going <laughs> in giant soup pots, like this big around this tall filled with sauce. Sometimes. And he's like, and, and I come downstairs and he's just goes, I made sauce. <laughs> really? Yeah. Couldn't tell. Would have never guessed. And apparently with them like heating, cooling, heating, cooling, the sauce started to go bad. Mm. Like after a couple of days, because, you know, they're in giant things. Mm, mm-hmm. There's no way it could fit in the fridge, but yeah. leaving it out isn't going to, Yeah, it's not going to affect anything. Right. Well, after a couple of days, it started going bad mm. and we're just like, oh. We had to throw out all of the sauce. <laughs> That's why I started jarring everything. And I got the uh, vacuum sealer, mm. and I have the attachment that goes on these. So you could actually vacuum seal these. So these two are currently vacuum sealed. Oh, wow. Uh, so the first time I open these, I have to open it with a spoon and, like, crank it open. Um, Let's give it that, that. Yeah, it makes the noise <laughs> and everything. So I love using the vacuum sealer on the sauces and stuff because if it would take, like, three or four months in the freezer you could do it for like six to eight because there's no air in it yeah um and then you know you just stick it in the the um sink with like cool water or warm water Mm -hmm. to start like defrosting it yeah just defrost it and let it kind of expand out and just toss it back in a pot and you're good to go so uh i like naming them uh, before we put them downstairs. This is Frank. This is Charlie. <laughs> so the last one I made that I still have in the freezer was we have the meats sauce. <laughs> and then... Uh, oh, God damn it. We don't know how to spell Brajol off the top of our heads because it is not spelled the way it's pronounced because why would it? So in this one, it's uh, sausage and meat. Parentheses, you know which one it is, <laughs> <laughs> and like that's that's what we have. <laughs> we we have a question from the chat, yeah, saying where do you keep all of these devices, Joe? You have a device for everything. Uh, yeah, my wife hates that I have a device for everything <laughs> because they are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I have over uh, by the sink. I have a vacuum seal draw which is where i have the thing all of the pouches the the tupperware for it because we bought the tupperware that you could vacuum seal for like leftovers and stuff um which is also great for like salads because you vacuum seal them and they last longer mm-hmm. um and by the way for those of you not in new jersey draw means drawer just putting that out there don't don't at me <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's true uh in the chat. Yeah, that is true. Even our toilets have devices. That is uh, facts. We have add-ons. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you, you have add-ons. <laughs> Fucking DLC for your toilet. My dad got so confused when we were building the house. Because I was like, we need an outlet. He's like, why do you have electric run behind the toilet in the master bedroom? I was like, well, we need an outlet for the toilet. He's like, the fuck you mean you need an outlet for the toilet? What are you, 
plugging it in. And I was like, yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm just not going to ask any more questions because you've lost me. It's... (laughs) (laughs) But joke's on you. I have a heated toilet seat. Honestly, there are those times when you just need a heated seat. It's annoying during the summer, so you just turn it off. But during the winter... (laughs) Nothing says I shoveled for the last 55 minutes like a heated toilet seat. (laughs) Sometimes it's better than a shower. Honestly. It is what it is. So... Yeah, I have devices for everything. You are correct. Even today, we were setting up the show, and I couldn't find the battery that I usually use for the cat cam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, oh, I can't find it. I don't know where it is. I don't feel like searching for it. You know what? It's fine. And Lita was like, what do you mean it's fine? I was like, well, I have two other ones in the bag. She's like, wait a minute. You have a backup for a backup that's literally meant to back up your stuff in case you lose power. And I was like, yeah, that's why there's three. She's like, you know what? I, I don't I don't ask questions. So, yes. <laughs> I have too much stuff sometimes. This is why you're a terrible influence on me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I am. Because I'm like, yeah, just get the thing. Look, here. Here, have the old one. I already have the new one. <laughs> here's the middle one because I have the new one and the old one. So here's the one I don't use anymore. <laughs> here's the one that's good enough. Like, yeah. this will be good enough for a while for you. <laughs> that's the problem I have with, like, all my computers. Because I'm like... Um, what do I do with this computer now? Like when I build a new one. So then you get like the trickle down economics of mm-hmm. like, where does this one go? Yeah. And I'm running out of places for where does this one go? Podcast. So, well, that is the next one. It's the ADHD. Yeah, probably. So I, I have been highly debating building a new computer soon. Mm-hmm. And then taking my old one and turning that into uh, the gaming rig. for or, Sorry, the podcast rig. And I'll tell you why, because it's one of my topics. Oh. They've been putting screens on computer cases now. I've seen a couple of them in, like, the custom builds, but they're little tiny, like, five by five kind of, so like, like, things. So now it's more... Oh, you have the one I was looking at goes right on the front where like the CD DVD drives used to be. And it's like an eight inch screen, like just full HDMI screen. And I was like, this is actually fucking phenomenal for the podcast because I can have a full desktop and I don't need to carry a monitor. All I need to do is turn on the thing and look at the stream to make sure the on live light is on. So if I could get that whole thing in a box that's not a laptop so we could have like, you know, the HDMI capture cards and stuff like the real ones. I'm like, that's, that's, that's it. That's sick. I don't even need to carry a monitor anymore. It's just built in. Like, I, if you wanted to, you could carry, like, the portable one that you have for, like, yeah. unadded screen. I always have my portable monitor with me. Yeah. So, because so I could even pop it up, like, right here, yeah. be able to take a look at the screen, see the comments, and that kind of stuff. We could literally do a two-screen setup on the go from a PC. Like, that's insane. And then the other one that oh, no. I've been trying very, very hard to not buy and then rip apart Elena's computer and then put this back together in that is kind of like a fish tank, I guess, where 
the front is all glass and the side is all glass, but there's like a curved diagonal piece where the two would meet. And it used to be a piece of glass in the front. So it was like a little two and a half inch thick, you know, uh, diagonal piece. And they took out the glass piece and then put an LCD screen that's like two inches by like 15 or whatever. And then set it up as like, it's a touchscreen, clock, widget, notifications. Oh, that's cool. The whole thing. And it's a Windows display. So it pops up as a display. You could just use it to like whatever stuff. Oh my God. And I was like, stop it. Uh, I just finished building all my computers. Now I'm picturing that as like the scoring tower for any like high racing events. Yeah. It's the possibilities are endless. They were like, one of the guys was like, I, I was testing this to see like what I could use it for. And he was like, it's fucking perfect as a second screen for Twitch chat. Oh yeah. Because I don't need a second monitor to just monitor chat now. Yeah. It's on the computer screen, like on the yeah. As long as you have your 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 case like right next to you, right. Which in this one, it's meant to be on the desk with you. So I was like, oh. that that is where my uh, my tower is. Granted, my tower, like if I'm sitting here, my tower is like here. Yeah, yours would go on the side where I'd have. Literally, there are times where I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? Armrest. <laughs> I don't care if I'm blocking the cold air intake. It'll be fine for a little while. But I it's it's uh there, want to build stuff. Always those things exactly. There's always those like, oh, I really want to do this. But it's dumb because I need to save money. Yeah. I, thankfully, my my job, we've we are doing a big project. This is like a major project. And we were going to outsource it. And then they were like, well, can you do it for cheaper? <laughs> Obviously. I mean, come on. They look at the bill. They just, there's like $43,000 in their fees before anything else. Of course Holy we can do shit. it cheaper. Oh you, yeah. You pay me. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't get to charge you $43,000 in an invoice. <laughs> Unless you want to pay me yeah. $43,000. Well, that, that is what I said. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you got to respect. I was like, listen, if you gave me like, Three percent of that back. I'm just saying. Yeah, shoot your shot. Why yeah. not? Well, we'll see what happens. But um, I've been able to build like some ridiculous stuff, like getting ready to like put together and and whatnot. And I am just, it's it's like scratching that itch to like, okay, you're technically building stuff and you technically get to play with it. Sure, it's not yours, but like you're doing the thing, and mm. and that's kind of enough. Yeah. Um, and it's cool because one of the companies that I reached out to was like, how did you find us? Because uh, I'm working with Dell to just because it's Dell. Uh, but I am working with another company. They're like, how did you find us? And I was like, it's going to sound dumb. And I know we're enterprise here. But I, I, I watched a video on Linus Tech Tips about like some stupid project you did with them. And I'm all in. <laughs> 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 and the guy started laughing. I was like, yeah, it's just. That's what happened. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's, no. it's the truth. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I, I am very much, uh, I, I have that itch to like, I want to build another computer. And mm-hmm. I, I think the next one I do, even if it's for me, is going to be like something. Something cool. Something, yeah, something a little crazy. Like if it's my computer, I might do like a full, uh, a full custom loop, which is Ooh. at these days very expensive, but like I'd bend my own glass and like, like, you know what I mean? Like make it 
perfect perfect mm-hmm. uh like the cult like the color liquid and all that good stuff um i think i might do that if it's my computer um if not i don't know like i just want to like elena's computer i wanted to take apart and do like a like a custom for it like a mm-hmm. some sort of theme and like put stuff in there and make it like really like personal personal instead of like here's your computer yeah nah um and I just, I have so many ideas. I'm like, someone need a computer so I could build it. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Let me ask around. <laughs> hey, do you need a custom computer? <laughs> if so, shoot us an email, tabletopofficial at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> it's Tabletop Trio. Or shoot us an email on the website. Yeah, tabletoptrio.com. If you want a custom Joe PC. Yeah, I just need to build some crazy stuff, you know? This my hands. <laughs> I got gotta, the laser. Do something. I got the laser cutter now and the laser engraver. Oh yeah! I got the three D printer. Like I have things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have stuff will do. Yeah, giant printer. I'll just wrap it. I don't know. I found you out could that my do vinyl. I found out that my printer could print vinyl. Yeah, that's not okay. That's not safe. No one's safe now. Because now I have the ability. To wrap people's cars while they don't know I'm wrapping their cars. Oh, no. Yeah, now it's dangerous. <laughs> just wake up to 7 a.m. to just a hot pink Barbie car. You have no idea how it happened. <laughs> Walk out the door in the morning. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to test and I didn't know who else. You weren't going to say no, uh, yes, so I just did it. I figured I'd do it. You could, you could peel it off. Yeah, look, your car's safe now. So what you're saying is you do buy that Legends car and you have your own in-house wrap package. I'm just saying it's completely possible now. Oh, God. So. Yeah, that I've I've been having that same thing, but with sim racing things. Mm. I don't want to get a full rig just mm. because I don't have the space for it. Yeah. I like my wheel stand. I like my, you know, my little space. But I keep looking at direct drive wheels. Yeah, same. I, 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 and I keep sitting there saying, no, it's too much. Yeah. But, cause oh, it was, I every was... time I find one in a good price range, it's a bundle. Yeah. And with the bundle, of... I don't need the pedals. I just want the box and the wheel. Yeah. That's all I want. I don't even care if it's a regular formula wheel. I can do ovals with a formula wheel. Right. That's fine. I could even make an add on. Hell, I could probably get you to print a, a a mount for the formula wheel so it is a full circle. Like I'm sure people have modeled clip-ons. Yeah. My uh But just looking at it, I'm like, oh, it's so expensive. I know. But I want it. <laughs> I every time I just had to I had to turn off the like that whole my that whole part of my brain mm-hmm. that looks at sim racing stuff. Cause every time I'm like six hundred's not bad. Yeah. Six I could just I could just buy it, and then nobody will know until the big box comes, and then I just have to delete the ring footage and then pretend it never happened, and then maybe claim credit card fraud so my wife doesn't shoot me. That's uh, <laughs> that's all it takes. And I might get my money soon from the taxes yeah. in April. <laughs> and then I was like, the SpongeBob, I don't need it. I don't need it. Like, I need it. The thing that's bothering me is my G27 and Logitech and all of their infinite bullshit is that they won't 
upgrade the G27 to use the new software. So you have to use the old software. Mm-hmm. And it's a pain in the ass. Because every time it turns on, like every time I go to launch a game, I have to plug in the controller. It does the spinny thing, which is fine. Then I have to open up the game settings because it never remembers and it doesn't stay open. Oh, and that's then go dumb. check a box that says to use the 900 degrees of wheel. Otherwise, it's a half turn and a half turn. Oh, that is dumb. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, everything for me just... Yeah, no, I, I, I wish. Whoop, whoop. Okay, yeah. you're good. Yeah, no, I need I need the old software. Ooh. And I don't know how old Ooh. or how long that old software is going to continue to function because I don't know if they still update it. So, like, I'm using oh. it on Windows 11 right now when Windows 12 rolls around. Is the thing that's meant for Windows 7 still going to function? Oh, God, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, so that's the thing that's like... So maybe you do need to upgrade. Yeah, but like I don't want to go back to like another Logitech wheel because then it's like, okay, I have the G27. You can go get the G29 or 33 or whatever it is yeah, now. Yeah, uh, G920. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing, except now you have to pay more because the shifter isn't included. So it's like... And which, it's the same shifter! Which, by the way, <laughs> race cars don't even... most Most race cars... Don't even have yeah the new ones now. Shifter, right? they're, just, they're, all they're all flappy paddles. paddles. Yeah, which those thankfully have. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm torn on that, but I do have like the sim thing, and I'm like, you know what? Once the basement's done, I'll just keep putting money off on the side, and then at some point when I actually start using it more, I will go balls in and spend like five grand on the base part because I have my thing can do it. I just didn't buy it. I want to get the thing that slides the thing back and forth. So mm-hmm. when you start turning, the front wheels pull in one direction and the back pulls in the other direction. Um, Little motion rig kind of thing. It's only like 10 to 15 degrees of movement. But if you do both of them at the same time, it feels like you're like basically like the tail's coming out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think it's enough to get your brain a little like, eh. yeah, um, yeah. And then well, especially too, since you race in VR. Yeah. And then the other part is the thing that goes on the next piece of that, and that rocks the entire thing backwards. So now you have 10 to 15 degrees of sliding, and then another 10 to 15 degrees of tilting. That is absurd. Yeah. That is absolutely absurd. So, yeah, I still want to do that pros versus Joe yes. video. Yes. Cause, and we'll put it on, obviously, the Tabletop Trio YouTube page. Yeah. But I want to put it up on my personal YouTube channel as well. Mm-hmm. Just because I, and it's so funny, after, like, talking to people in the comments of my videos and, like, that kind of stuff, they, there are a lot of new people yeah. in iRacing that are watching my videos. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it, you, it's, you it's have... actually pretty crazy how many people, oh, I started three weeks ago, your videos have helped me out. I'm like, that's the thing, you're, you're very, what? like, when you're explaining things, it's very easy for you to be like, okay, I need to, like, what am I doing wrong, like. I guess this rolls into another topic I had, so we'll, we'll roll right into it. I've been playing uh, Gran Turismo 4. Ooh. Uh, because I've been using my Steam Deck a bunch. Uh, I've upgraded my Steam Deck. Oh, that's pretty. So I changed it. I did the hollow effect joysticks, so magnetized, so no dead zones. Ooh, okay. Uh, that was a worthwhile upgrade. I think it's like 25 bucks. Just, just do it. It takes like 10 minutes and one <laughs> screwdriver. 
By the way, in the chat, Bronson says 10 to 15 degrees of movement. It's all you need. Well, I'm saying. <laughs> so, and then I got this back, which is, again, is like a 10-minute replacement. And uh, as long as you don't have kids, I would do this. Um, it puts a vent right over the fan. Oh. Where it isn't in the, be- like in the actual console. This is covered. So when you put this on, the console drop temperatures so much that I actually don't hear the fan anymore oh, because wow. it never has to ramp that high yeah. because it gets nice fresh air. However, not as waterproof now. So that's yeah. that's the turnaround. And they do give you these clicky shoulder pads. They give you uh, six different versions or three different versions, but two of each. So they have like a, a height adjustment. So you have high, medium, or low. Hmm. Uh, I ended up really enjoying the, the medium uh, it, it just feels like they're in the mm-hmm. right spot and they're, they're clicky enough. So this got some upgrades right out of the box. I changed the hard drive. So, um, but I loaded it up with emulators and you practically got it for free too. <laughs> I did. I <laughs> opened up a knife and then sold the knife and got this. So <laughs> I have really been almost exclusively using this for emulators. Um, which has been, not what I was expecting to use this for. Yeah. Um, and one of them is it's actually really good at playing PlayStation 2 games, which is shocking because up until a couple of years ago, you couldn't emulate PlayStation 2 on like high-end gaming computers. Which is wild to think about. Right. And now all of a sudden this thing could run it. <laughs> it's like at 15 watts or something. <laughs> but I've been playing Gran Turismo uh, and like a bunch of older games and uh, I was as I was playing, I was like, I wonder if this works like it does in iRacing, where I could just kind of like, you know, break a little early, rip the corner, do this, do that. And uh, nope, uh, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Old physics, yay! <laughs> yeah, I, I could ricochet off cars and bump speed and get them to tap my car after I rip a turn and bang into a wall, but they bump me forward 20 miles an hour because they, backed it, uh, they banged into my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Um, I've really just been enjoying like the old games. I was telling, I was talking to a, actually a handful of people and they were all like, yeah, we've been playing older stuff. Like we've been going back. Um, one of my other friends was playing uh, new Vegas again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, why is everybody just playing? They're like, I, it was simpler times, I guess. Like, yeah. Um, well, I feel like too, it's, it's that, that whole mindset of man, this was so much fun. I want to go back to that time that was a little simple. Like you said, like a simpler time. Mm-hmm. Go back to when I was a kid, I, you know, playing Halo, playing, you know, all those kinds of games. Well, it's for the reason I turned on Gran Turismo was there's like 800 cars in Gran Turismo 4. And there are features in that game that the new ones I don't even think have mm-hmm. where like you have to buy your parts, but you could buy your parts from like five different stores. And if like uh, the first car I started with was a Toyota, if I go to Toyota, like the the store for Toyota, I can go to the TRD section and then I can get parts installed from them, like performance parts. Mm-hmm. And I have to do oil changes on my car because if I don't, yes. I lose horsepower and I have to wash the car because after X amount of miles, your car gets dirty and it'll slow down and not handle correctly. And I was like, why aren't these in the game anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, I loved that. That was one of my favorite things I remember doing in Gran Turismo 4, the endurance races. Mm-hmm. 
And it was like, okay, I would always do the hour long race at the oval track. Yeah. That was just my favorite thing to do. Yeah. And I'm well, this, and, this, this like, tracks and they didn't even have NASCAR stuff. It was just no. regular sports car, Gran Turismo thing. But every car does have an option. I think it's every car or almost every car has an option to do the full upgrade, which then puts like a racing sticker oh, yeah. on the car. So like, you know, but yeah, oh, it yeah. had rally. It had regular. Oh, I had love the rally race. Endurance. Racing. I was like, this is why, how, how did we go backwards? How yeah. did we like the graphics went forwards, but everything else is like gameplay yeah. went back. And that's the thing. Even with any other sports game, racing game, all that kind of stuff. The pinnacle of racing video games, I feel, is between NASCAR Thunder 2004 mm. and NASCAR Chase for the Cup 2005. Because in Thunder 04 had the most in-depth career mode in just one series as, excuse me, as I've ever seen. Mm. You start out as a shitbox team. Like, <laughs> you have, your, your sponsors want you to finish above 40th. Oh, out of 43 cars. I was going to say, out of, like, what, 42, 43? There are 43 cars in the track. They, your God. sponsors are like, hey, we'd be happy if you finish 40. So just don't be last. <laughs> and then it takes a couple of years before you're even contending for a top 10. Hmm. Like, in, like, or sorry, a couple of seasons. Yeah. And you have to manage your, your pit cruise contracts. Like, your tire changer could leave. Yeah. And then you get another tire changer, and they all have stats. It was like the old... uh it was like that in the old NFL games too. Mm -hmm. You could be like, "Yeah, you're, uh, you know, a handful of your players are retiring or whatever." Also, so is your uh, front office. So you might want to, yeah. you might want to get on that. <laughs> I remember playing one of the old Maddens, and you could create a team. Mm -hmm. Granted, they had the same generic logos and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but you could even create you could layer your own it, stadium. Yeah, like building your own stadium. This is what you want in your end zone. What do you want the background of your like the the world box to look like? You know, here's the south end zone. Here's the north end zone. What do you want it to look like? What about this? And nowadays, you can't even create your own team in Madden. Yeah. Unless you do franchise mode. And even then. And even then, it's just, here's a generic stadium. Uh, here's your logo. And uh, you pick three colors. We'll design the rest. Yeah. Like, you can't even create a jersey. Like Yeah, nothing. I, well, they just sued uh, a college football team for using baby blue. Because it looked too much like the Houston they did Oilers. they did well they sued Houston like the college yeah in Houston yeah because they were using the Oilers colors mm -hmm. and unauthorized all because the Tennessee Titans have a new throwback yeah that is based off of the Houston Oilers well it's not based jersey off. it's the Oilers oh they yeah even had the helmet yeah because the Oilers moved from yeah. Houston to Nashville I was like they should just go back because their their new jerseys look like shit <laughs> yeah. those throwbacks look great. I love the NFL's throwbacks. Some of them. I mean, give give me Kelly Green all day, any day, and I am I was, I was talking so to Phil, happy. I was talking to Phil about that. I was like, I think the two teams that I would keep as their throwbacks as the normals would be the Dolphins and the Eagles. Yeah. Those are the two. Just like, just put them back. No one needs to say mm -hmm. anything about it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just... Use your new ones for like, I don't know, the color rushes or whatever you want to do. There's like 800 different ver jerseys this mm -hmm. year who got white out and who got this and color rush that. And, oh, yeah. You know, I'm glad the NFL doesn't do color rush anymore. 
Oh, they don't? They, they lost that? No, it's it's like their alternate stuff now, which I, honestly, collecting jerseys and jersey design used to be one of my favorite hobbies in college. Really? I was a whore for jersey design. Hmm. There's a website called aesthetics.info. It's literally some guy talking about jerseys. Hmm. And, you know, this team, and it's all hockey. And it's, like, aesthetic, but yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, I mean, mate. Um, where he'll even get leaks of jerseys. <laughs> like, he gets to know a lot of people in the front offices of different NHL teams. That's fantastic. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, we have this, and this is kind of what it's going to look like. Or they'll describe the jersey to him, and he'll then go give it to his friends who make mock-ups of what oh, it looks like, like what based look off like. of it. Yeah. And... Th- He'll even go as far as minor league hockey. Hmm. Like ECHL, which is the single A affiliate of the NHL. Like the AHL, the American mm-hmm. League, which is the second one. Like it's all the different leagues. He'll be like, oh yeah, the uh, the Lake Erie Monsters are going to be getting a new jersey. Or, you know, the Stockton Thunder are getting a new one. That's funny. And they'll talk about it, do a huge post. Jersey watch, like what's coming out. This team's rumored to get new jerseys this year. Put the ducks back. <laughs> just, just put it back. Yeah, and don't do the fucking abomination that they did a couple years ago. What did they do? It was bad. I gotta look it up. Oh no, it was. Uh, it was not great. I, I just, uh, I get it. You wanted to like, you know, it's been a really long time. You need a new jersey. I get it, but like, give them the D. Not a good look. <laughs> no, really not a great look. Actually, you know what? The new, the 30th anniversary jersey, I kind of like. Is it because it's just the old one? No. So it's got the old, the old Wild Wing. I was going to say that's the old, old one. The Wild Wing mascot. Yeah. Like, that was their mascot when the team came around. On the base of the original, like, Mighty Ducks the movie Jersey mm. with the eggplant color, uh, the dark green and silver uh, stripes. Just, it was just a solid. It's just so pretty. I love that look. Yeah, just put the throwbacks, man. That's just all we need. It's fine. Uh, it's just like the dolphins. Just put it back. No one needs to say anything. We'll mm-hmm. just we'll just pretend it never happened. Yeah, just, this the old eggplant jersey will forever be one of my favorite yeah, that's, NHL that's jerseys. That's the of all jersey. Time. Like, it's the movie jersey yeah, that the team wore. Yeah, that's... However, I will say their alternate jersey that they had with Wild Wing flying on the jersey, mm. everyone hated. I was obsessed with. Was that the, 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 the also, like, almost Kelly Green one? With no, the yellow? That, that one was all white, and it literally just had Wild Wing flying. Because oh. it was based off of the, the Mighty Ducks cartoon. Where they're like hockey playing superhero robots? Yes, not robots. Not robots. They were ducks. They were ducks. They, they were just, seemed they like were just they ducks. seemed like robots. Though. Yeah, no, they were just ducks, mm. like actual ducks. Well, the hockey playing superhero ducks. <laughs> what it it was that on the the jersey? Could you imagine? I I I want to know who got paid by who because. Anaheim and the Ducks basically just got like free millions of fans forever. Well, you know, to 70 years or whatever, just by releasing the movies. 
And then the cartoon. Here's actually what happened. Disney or the NHL was looking to expand. Mm -hmm. Disney got wind and said, Hmm, Anaheim's a market build a stadium. So they built the stadium. Disney said, Oh yeah, we'll buy one of your franchises. And thus the, the mighty ducks were born. Ah, so it came from Disney. Yeah. Disney Ah. said, this would be great to market our movie. Here's a hockey team. (laughs) They literally just created their own professional sports team to market for the movie. Honestly, really good marketing. (laughs) Yeah, the movie makes money once, but the the players and the game and the team. And they had some damn good Paul Correa. Mm -hmm. Like, so many good players. So the Ducks came out. Mid nineties, mm-hmm. huh? So what's with the what? What didn't they have the old jerseys with the green on them, or was that just the mm-hmm. movie? No, that was the 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 jerseys were based off of the movie. Mm. So the movie came out, and the 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 actual team wore the jerseys. That's that they they were called the Mickey Mouse organization. Yeah, that makes sense. Does Disney still like, own? No, they've. Yeah, they they're out. That's why they're called the Anaheim Ducks, uh, and probably why they'll never go back to the original logo. That makes because sense. Disney assholes. However, I think that they. I'm sure they'll reach some sort of agreement. Yeah, yeah. No, it'll involve money because Disney, and then they'll be there, and then it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, they bought Marvel and Star Wars. They might as well just you know, okay, fine. Give the fans what they want, right? Just start a GoFundMe, Anaheim. Yeah. Which, give us the old jerseys back. <laughs> Change.org petition. Right? I don't know. Just figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's, it's so funny how I went from different, like, design obsessions. Like, I love, you know, looking at jersey designs. Mm-hmm. And then race car designs, which leads into sim racing and all that kind yeah. of thing. Well, this weekend, I sent you guys the video. Bubba Wallace is driving a Star Wars X-Wing. Yeah. Uh car i gotta say the helmet really makes it because like and the driver's suit too is is his driver's suit is full-on x-wing starfighter suit <laughs> it's the coolest fucking thing his best friend is uh ryan blaney who's also another nascar driver mm-hmm. currently going for the championship and the championship races this weekend mm-hmm. highest finisher of the top four drivers wins the championship mm. it's a thing whatever he's a diehard Star Wars fan. Is he jealous as Oh, I'm fuck? sure he's jealous. <laughs> and they announced today that uh, Bubba's teammate, Tyler Reddick, mm-hmm. is driving a TIE Fighter-inspired uh, car. So they're both going to be one in the X-Wing, the other in the TIE Fighter. That's fantastic. Which is just so fucking cool. I think the thing that made it was the way the helmets were ended up accidentally, but not accidentally being shaped just like the ones in Star Wars because it has oh, like that. Oh, it's 100% designed to yeah. be like well, that. Well, it's got the vacuum. Oh, well, yeah, that's, whatever. Just, that's just for their air. Yeah, but it, it ends it's up. It's actually a fan cooling set, but yeah, it looks so, just like them. Yeah, because it like ends up like the way the helmet is curved and contoured. It's not just like a round like fucking football helmet or whatever, or like old like motorcycle helmets or whatever. There's like, it looks like a fucking Star Wars helmet. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's sick. Oh, yeah. And even, like, the shit that they have, there are some drivers um, who wear what's called a cool suit, 
mm-hmm. where it's literally just a a like a one piece like onesie basically with plastic tubing all throughout like veins. Oh, it's just liquid cooling. Where you're literally liquid cooling. Yeah, you're the radiator. However, <laughs> there are times where one of the interior guys has the wire the, the pipe switched. Oh no. So it circulates the hot water through your suit oh, no. instead of the cold water. No, no, no. Or the cool suit just straight up fails. I prefer that overheated. <laughs> when it's the, every now and then they'll have temperature, like a, a thermometer in the car, and mm-hmm. they'll have the camera on the thermometer. Yeah, thermometer. It gets up to 120 degrees inside the car. Damn, ambient air. So think about huh. how hot it gets sitting in there. Suit, yeah. And then the water going through, even though it's a cool suit, is now just hot water. It's just warm water yeah. circulating, so it that's overheats sweat. the dryer. Yeah, that's sweat on sweat. So it's that's going to be something. And some of them even have like with their cool suit, it's like a little like tube like right around their belt. Mm-hmm. So when they get out, they have to like unhook the cool suit and all this other stuff, which makes it look even more like they're starfighter pilots you, you getting out know, of the car. You want to know what's hilarious? I almost bought a jacket like that for my Jeep. <laughs> Why? <laughs> why? Why would you ever need a jacket like Because that? sometimes it's cold outside, but you still want to take the top off. You know, like I fall can't... weather, like this is like the weather, you got to take the top off. But like you can't just go and press the button to put the top back on. It's probably at home. Like if I take the top off, it's no longer in the car. It's here. Yeah, true. True. I jeeps yeah so they're just built different yeah so (laughs) some guy made a jacket that had basically three sleeves (laughs) and one of them is just like here or up here uh and it like rolls up into like a little thing and then kind of just like flaps away so like you don't see it and then when you're in the car you unflap it and pull it out and then it latches to the uh one of your heating (laughs) ducts because they're just circles like they're yeah. perfect circles. Yeah. So they just locks in there and then like clips on or twists on or whatever. And now you have direct heat or cooling into the, the jacket. And I was like, I don't need that. And then one day I got caught with like the top down and it like the temperatures dropped. Mm. And I was like, I want that fucking jacket. <laughs> Should have done. Meanwhile, you're sitting there. You got like the hoodie on. You're just like, well, that's what I do. I put you, you, you do one of these. You, you put the hoodie and then you suck it over your fingertips and then you, you just shove that onto the heater. But now you have direct contact onto your palm with very hot air. So you can only do that for so long. And then you kind of got to like do the little yeah, wavy like, inverse knuckle thing and then hold it. So then the top part of your hand burns. And then you rotate it to make it like like the come over here thing. And then you do that for a couple minutes. And then you just turn the air down a little bit so that it's warm water or warm air. But you still kind of it's got to be warmer than what it is. Outside. Come home. Your hand looks like a toasted marshmallow. Yeah. I feel like it's a grape, like definitely need lotion. Like it's just, you know, it's a thing. We've all been there. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, well, it's definitely a thing. If you, had a, if you have a Jeep, if you've ever had a Wrangler, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, oh my God. <sighs> oh, that Jeeps. is, that is something. Yeah. You know what else is something? 
my car has 22,000 miles on it, and the tires are fucking shot. Huh. I don't know what How? they put it on them. I, I think they're like the stock, whatever. The only thing I could come up with is... Because I don't do burnouts because it's, it's a Jeep. It can't. Yeah. Uh, you literally have a bumper sticker says that says, if I was meant to be fast, I wouldn't be shaped like a brick. It says go around. If it was meant to go fast, it wouldn't be shaped like a brick. <laughs> and then there's like a brick and the car. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Like I don't drive hmm. crazy. It's a Jeep. It's not like I could angle turns fast. Yeah, if it's I not do, like you're flip. ripping around. So I was like, maybe when I went to the dealership, I just wasn't paying attention and like, it was in there for a couple of days and they just swapped the tires with somebody else's and I didn't notice it or hmm. maybe they were just really shitty tires, but like, well, are they're the original tires that you bought them with, right? Yeah. I wonder if it's just a bad grade of tire because it's a brand new vehicle that they're just like, he's going to come in in 30,000 miles. You, you know what I'm thinking though? Cause when I got the car, I had the whole thing with the windshield wipers not being there. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was fun. Day one, it rains. So I go to leave the driveway. I hit the windshield wiper button and just nothing. <laughs> and I was like, cool, great. And then I had to open up the window on my car that had five miles on it and stick my head out the window like fucking Ace Ventura. Thankfully, right around the around the corner when I leave my street, there was an advanced auto parts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hi, give me the most expensive windshield wipers you make for this car. Thanks. And I took that receipt and I gave it right to the car dealer. Yes. <laughs> hey, jackass, you forgot something. They're like, oh my God, that's never, what? And I was like, yeah, what do you have? People stealing fucking windshield wipers off the cars? Like, what are, you, what yeah. are we doing? God, I... I always have bad luck with with cars that I purchase. Dude. My most recent, my my current car didn't have any issues. The so car, far. yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> the last car that I bought was a 2007 Chevy Impala. Mm-hmm. I now drive an 18 Impala because you know I love the car. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought it used, drove it home off the lot. I get home, the tire pressure monitor system light comes on, <laughs> and I'm like. You're joking, right? So I go back, we take it to the dealer, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's not covered under the warranty you just bought. Mm. And I'm like, mm, yeah, it is. We bought the best one that you gave us. Yeah, you bought the best one that was offered to you. We have a higher one, but you need to ask for that one. Mm. And it would be covered under that. By the way, it's $150 because we looked at it. Mm. I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. So I just never had a working tire thing, and I always had the light on on that car. Mm. Always. Mm. And they're just like, yeah, no, you should have asked for the better warranty. Yeah, because that's how that's supposed to work. Meanwhile, with (sighs) my car, actually, no, I lied. I did have an issue with my car. (laughs) Not with the car itself, but with the dealership. Oh, My dad and I share a name. He's a senior, I'm junior. Mm. When I bought the car, the guy who sold me my car didn't put junior on it. Oh. The next year, my mom buys her car. Put it in my in both my mom and my dad's name mm-hmm. on my dad's account, which is my account. 
So they merged the four oil change, four free oil changes with my car and the four free oil changes that my mom's car gets. Mm. So apparently I just started using my parents' oil change. Oh, cause she had, but they would call my mom for service for me. Mm. And she'd be like, Hey, you know, dealer called your car is ready for pickup. I'm like, fucking call me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's fan. I mean, hilarious. Yeah. Could have been worse. And then like a year and a half in, the air conditioning died uh. in like the summer. Uh. And it was only blowing hot air. Oh. So I took it in and they're like, oh, um, yeah, we'll fix it. It's covered under your warranty. No worries. Uh, we'll let you know when it's ready. A week goes by. They're like, oh, you get rental and all that kind of stuff. Great. A week goes by. Hey, where's my car? Oh, we're waiting for a part. Okay. Oh, and we'll extend your warranty. Don't worry about or your your rental. Don't mm. worry about it. Cool. The next day, the rent the rental people call. Yeah, you haven't returned your car. Where is it? I'm like, well, the dealership said that they would extend it. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, you you literally told me that you would extend the rental. So I go back to the dealership, and they're like, yeah, no, we don't do that. So I don't know who told you that. Hmm. I'm like, your name is blah, blah, blah. They're like, yeah, you told me. (laughs) That's you. You're the guy. They're like, no, you didn't. I'm like, well, is it ready? Oh, yeah, your car is ready now. Mm. So I go in, pick it up, and the the rental people are just like, "Uh, yeah, either you could bring it back or you could just leave it there. So I'm like, fuck you. I'm leaving this thing. Yeah, you go get it. I left it parked across like three spots because fuck the dealership. You know, fuck the, the rental people and all yeah. that. I get in the car. Air conditioner is not only not working, but my entire steering column was loose. Oh, like, good. and, and they're, and I go back in and the person behind the counter is like, oh, well, yeah, we, uh, we had to loosen it up, but, uh, you should just be able to flip the toggle. Cause they're thinking it's a telescope, the yeah. telescope. No, it was the entire steering console. Like I literally could have gone like left and right, like literally like this. Oh, with no. my steering wheel and the whole column. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's the whole thing. She's like, service is closing in five minutes. I'll try to get someone out. Mm. I'm like, I'm not fucking driving with this. Yeah. Right. Like I would like to not crash today. Yeah. So they finally, they finally do it. I come back and I, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's black shit all over the a pillars of both of my cars mm. or both of, both a pillars on my car that's from them oh and it was it stained my center console stained my seats stained my dash stained the a pillars for them climbing in had to take off the dash and everything Mm. and i'm like guys what the fuck they're like oh just wipe it down with a wet with a wet cloth it's fully stained i'm assuming that's like grease yeah so but they finally fix it and knock on wood haven't had any issues yet yet, but It's just, it's that kind of stuff that like, I wish I could do that myself. So I didn't have to rely on the dealerships to do the shit. Yeah. Thankfully I always, uh, bug my brother. I'm like, Hey, you're around this weekend. I need to change brakes. I need to get with Spencer and be like, Spence, I will buy everything. Can you show me how to do it? This way I can do it myself next time. Yeah. Because like, I know how to change my oil. 
I just want someone there to be like, this is what you do. Yeah. So I can verify, oh, I do know how to change my oil. Yeah. Because I've watched enough videos and TikToks and, and seen friends do it and all that kind of thing where if I had to, I could. Yeah. But I want to be sure. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you know? That's the boat I'm in. Because I was like, can I change my oil? Yeah. I've watched my dad and my brother do it. I don't know how many times at this point. I help them put a, a car together. Like, I understand the mechanics of how this works. Yeah, I chopped my buddy's roof of his car off, you know? Yeah, like, can I? Yes. Do I have to? <laughs> no, my brother's a mechanic. Is he going to fix his own computer? No, he hands it to me. <laughs> hey, I'll trade a computer for a car. Cool, cool. You know how many times that's happened? The I ne- can actually, only imagine. So, the front brakes are easy because they're just disc brakes, and those take two seconds. Mm-hmm. The backs are drum brakes, mm. and those are... Pain in the ass. Yeah. So I got all the parts for it. My brother's like, did you get the spring kit? And I was like, the what? He's like, the spring kit. I was like, isn't that part of all the stuff that I bought? He's like, no, completely separate. (laughs) So I had to go back to the store and order a spring kit. I was like thinking it's going to be like two springs or something. And like, yeah, whatever. It's It's what, four per per wheel? Yeah, and they're all different. And they're all different colors. And they're all different sizes. And I'm like, what? The whole fuck is that? My brother's like, yeah, drum brakes are a pain in the ass. <laughs> and then my whole thing, the car only has like 40,000 miles on it. So I was like, "Isn't aren't they supposed to last like 80,000 miles? And my brother's like, if you upkeep them and maintain them. And I was like, every time I get my brakes and like my, my tires done and my oil change, I always have them check the brakes and whatever. He goes, yeah, nobody uh, even if they tell you you do, like they do, nobody checks the drum brakes. Mm-hmm. They'll clean the disc brakes because that's just an arrows. Yeah. But they never, because you have to open it and then you have to clean it and then you have to like whatever it and then put it back together. Mm-hmm. And it's a pain in the ass to do. So nobody does it. And a lot of the newer guys aren't even trained on it because Oof. drum brakes are going away faster than, you know, yeah. whatever. So even though my car's an 18... It was actually the new one that they make is all disc. Oh, wow. So okay. I talked to my brother. I was like, is it worth buying like the the disc brake kit for the newer one and then just swapping my backs from uh, drum to disc? And he's like, honestly, your car weighs nothing. It's just I, why even put in like that much work when like you're fine. Just let me put the drums in. I was like, yeah, but then in like 40,000 miles again, I got to replace the whole drum kit again. Yeah. He goes, hey, well, no, I'll just, for it. I'll just main, like, next time I'll let me know when it gets to, like, half and I'll clean it and then you'll be good. So I was like, That's God, good. God damn it. Nobody tells <laughs> you these things. It was just, oh, it lasts forever. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, asterisks with proper maintenance that no one tells you about. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I <laughs> felt so manly during the pandemic because I bought an air filter <laughs> and I changed the air filter for my car, both the cabin and engine. Ah, uh, and that is so satisfying to do. And it, cause you see all the shit and all the gunk in there and you're just like, Oh, I breathe this. <laughs> <laughs> and you pull it out and you put the new one in. It's just like, ah, uh, yeah. Like you have the spring. <laughs> I was just looking at a car. It was an electric car. And one of the features that they're touting is that it's got an air filter built in. But, like, basically HEPA. Oh, okay. And I was like, this is where we are in the world? That, like, the air around you is so shitty that 
putting a, a HEPA grade filter in your car is now a like woo feature. <laughs> Cause the, 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 when they first said it, I was like, congratulations. Every fucking car has an air filter. Yeah, in every it. car has a cabin air filter. Yeah. And if you have a regular IC, you know, yeah. uh, ICE, you're going to have yeah. an engine if filter. It, too. If it was, if it was made before 1985 or something, I'm sure they all have it. Yeah. No carburetor, <laughs> but uh, here we are. I will say though, I know Bronson has his electric car. Mm-hmm. It would have to take a little bit more for me to get a full electric car. Well, that's I've been shopping, and that's where we're at. Because I was looking at hybrids, but gas is still really expensive. Mm-hmm. But hybrids get you a little bit of electric, and then basically all gas. So like. I will say though, with electrics, so sorry, sorry to cut you off. Mm. My brother has a Rav Four, mm. a hybrid. Yeah, and the cool part about it is the engine charges the it, the engine basically acts as a second alternator for the electric. Yep, and the brakes and the brakes. So when you're when you're driving, you need to hit the brakes. That'll charge your electric engine. So yep. when you're taking off from the line, it you yeah, know you, you have the, you're the under electric, motor. and then it you know kicks up the engine. Yeah. So I was looking at a, a, a couple of the hybrids. I was looking at like the uh, the Grand Cherokee, and I was looking at like a couple other ones. And I'm like, I don't know. Like the electric hybrid would make sense because a lot of my work would basically cover the electric charge, so I would never use gas mm-hmm. until like the weekend trips. And then as like wet places, I'd have you know gas, yeah. and and that made sense. Um, but then like the the full electric get you all like the tax rebates and stuff, but they're more expensive up front. Yeah. And like, I know you don't have to do maintenance with electric. It's basically just brakes and mm-hmm. tires and that's, that's yeah, it. Brakes and tires and yeah, that, that's, that's, that's it. But you are paying a premium for that mm-hmm. in that it's usually 30 to 40% more than the cheaper oh, cars yeah. just because. Yeah. And that's where like, I'm kind of going back and forth on where it's like, is it worth the fifty or sixty thousand dollars when like a thirty thousand dollar car like um like a, a hybrid would work just as good. And now all these yeah. companies are announcing that their electric cars in the next couple years are gonna be like five hundred miles, six hundred miles, seven hundred miles of range. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's realistically where I would buy in. Exactly. well, especially too, like every summer I go up to Maine. Mm-hmm. And normally, depending on whose car we're driving, we'll make probably two gas stops. Right. You know, it's we we drive a Corolla, so it's a small car, sips on gas. We'll make one or two stops, and we're good. And that second stop is enough for us to get to our place and drive us around for the entire week. Right. And then we'll stop and get gas on the way home. Yeah. With electric... Yeah, you still have those rest stops and all that kind of stuff. But once you're off the main drag, mm-hmm. you're not really going to find the charging station. Yeah. And then you'd have to carry around the 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 inverter or whatever it is if you want to go from the house to your 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 yeah, car. Well, that's just the uh, the plug. So yeah. It's just basically an extension cord. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like then you're slow charging and it's like a mile of, uh, or like three or four miles, like an hour or something, if that. And... Like, I'm still, like, a little torn on that because I do 
travel kind of far and yeah. like you know so like what would i have the electric car for like basically basically my commuting and then yeah. everything like far trips i'd have like my regular gas car yeah. but gas is still really expensive now so it's like mm-hmm. it, what's the which one's the good one yeah so i've been looking at like lease options so i might end up leasing like a grand cherokee or something um because they're doing pretty okay deals. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gives me like, okay, do I like the electric thing? Do I like, you know, the, is this good enough? And then like in three years time, I'll be like, all right. Yeah. Now we're. Yeah, your lease will be done. Now you're like, okay. Yeah, what we've, next? We've had three years worth of electric developments. Where mm-hmm. are we at? Oh, so. yeah, and I think car manufacturers too are going to take into, you know, take into consideration where the cars are going to be, you know, where, where they're like, where they're going to be outlawed gas yeah or something like that you know and i just well, i would want the range to be a little i think california I is california, next right? or 25 i want to say no or 24 no because i knew i know new jersey is 35 yeah i thought california was like 27 or 30 or somewhere there about i didn't think it was they might th- i didn't think it was that early you know i think you're right i think i think 30 sounds right yeah that's but, yeah. still crazy that there's going to be no gas over there. Yeah, that well, I don't... So here's the thing, and, and I feel like that's the common misconception, is... No new gas. Sorry. No, no new gas. Yeah. You can still buy gas cars. Yeah, just use market. They're going to be used. Or, you know, go to a neighboring state. Yeah. Which, granted, yeah, if you're in California and you're on the coast, you have to drive across the state to get there. Yeah. Whether you're going north, whether you're going to Nevada, you know, Washington, Oregon, you know, that kind of thing, whatever. You imagine going to like Las Vegas for like, got to go get my, my gas car. Right. <laughs> but like, I, I, cause that's one of those things. I love it. And I love how racing changes the future of passenger cars. Mm-hmm. Cause Formula One has been racing in hybrids for years now. Mm-hmm. The Prius that's been around for a while, but even now in uh, uh, the sports car series IMSA, they have the GTP category, which are pure hybrid machines. Hmm. I have to pull up the video of the launch of the GTP Cadillac. It is the most just amazing sound. (laughs) Like one of the comments was, I showed my buddy who hates hybrids. Yeah, he looked at me and said, "Oh, that oh." <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me play this audio for you because it is wonderful, and I'll show Joe the the video of the car. Oh, so it's cool. leaving pit road. <laughs> okay, that is full electric for like the first forty miles into an hour. Kicking on the engine. And just hearing it. It just sounds so good. Yeah. But hearing it pull off out of pit road. Yeah, that, that just that, the that first like forty to sixty miles an hour that happens like, immediately. Just <laughs> <laughs> Just the night and day. Where it's like, okay, cool, yeah, it's just, it's an electric car, woo congrats. Yeah. Into, woo <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the, I like the idea of hybrid, because I'm hoping, 
what did they say? The whole point of hybrid is that 80%, I think it's 80% of drivers drive less than 20 miles from where their house is daily. <laughs> I'm in the 20%. <laughs> yeah. So 80 round trip, I'm assuming. Uh, no, less. It'd be less than 50 round trip. Oh, oh, okay. So, um, that was like their whole thing with the hybrids is like you get 50 to 80 miles of a charge on electric and that gets you through your entire day, every day, no gas. Mm -hmm. And then the weekends or the long trips or whatever, you're on gas and that's fine. But if everybody during the entire day or 80% of people didn't use gas, then we would be saving a lot of gas. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, man, my brother's in that category. He can drive from home to his office every day on mostly electric. Yeah. If it's a cold day or a warm day and he's got the air going, then, yeah, he'll use uh, he'll use his engine. But most of the time, he can get from point A to point B on mostly electric. Yeah. That's when I was looking at, like, the Grand Cherokee and, like, all of those hybrids. That's the boat we're in where I can get to work and I can get, like, pretty much almost back home and I might use like two miles worth of gas. Yeah. But like the mileage on the car gets you about 400 miles to a a tank of gas. So like at two miles a day, I don't know how long that's going to take for me having to go to a gas station. Yeah. And and that's (laughs) why I, my next car is probably going to be a RAV4. Yeah, I, I mean, don't need a car right now. I'm at like 90,000 miles on my car, but like... Yeah. So, well, so for me, my lease is up next year. And then my other thing is we have... Elena's car is pretty much almost paid off, but like... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We use that as trade fodder? Like, yeah, I don't know. I just... I like the idea of a hybrid. I like the idea... Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always been like the early adopter of tech, which is... Sometimes been a blessing and sometimes been a curse. No, no, you've been the pre uh, the precognition also. of any sort of tech. That is also true. I'm going to do this. Nah, nothing happens. Five years later, that guy did it. Fuck. You <laughs> son of a bitch. God damn it. <laughs> so I, I was kind of holding off on electric mm-hmm. uh, until it became like, you know, a, a better. And I, I think we're, yeah. I think we're, we're, we're about five years out, I think. Yeah. To be safe five years out. That's what I'm thinking. I already told, uh, I pretty much called it for everyone. I'm like 2029, 2030. That's going to be the year where you're like, yeah, we don't, gas isn't needed anymore. Mm -hmm. These things are going like 1200 miles to a charge. Yeah. And we faster, better, safer. Like what is gas? Mm Because the whole thing now is like, well, I could fill up anywhere for five minutes and you have to wait 40 minutes so like, okay, yeah, you have that, but mm-hmm. I go zero to 60 in like three seconds and <laughs> I can get there faster and I'm safer and my car isn't polluting and my air is cleaner. Yeah. Like, and it's a stupid low center of gravity too. Yeah. Like you can hit corners pretty damn good. Even with the trucks, because the batteries yeah. are on the floor. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And I, and you know, not to offend anyone who drives a certain vehicle, but the big named electric car maker, mm-hmm. I would not touch with a thousand foot pole. Mm-mm. Give me a real car manufacturer who has a history of making good actual vehicles, 
You mean the ones where like the seams line up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not run by a wannabe cartoon villain dictator, but that's I, beside the point. <laughs> so Wrangler has the hybrid and I was this close to buying it. And then the gladiator came out and, oh. uh, and I needed a truck for all the house renovations and everything else. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, truck it is. I need a truck. This year, when they announced the Jeep, like, new refresh or whatever, I was like, okay, this is perfect. They're going to make the Gladiator XE, which is their hybrid version. And I was like, we're good. My ass is going to go from a Gladiator (laughs) to the electric Gladiator. Mm. And I don't have to sacrifice anything. And then they just didn't. So I was like, okay, well, shit. (laughs) Now I have to look. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping, since I have a year, that the next time this rolls around, my my lease is up, mm-hmm. that they do have the 4XE Gladiator, and then that's an that's an easy fucking decision. Oh yeah, because I love the Gladiator; it's mm-hmm. a really fun car. I like that I could run over anything and just not give a single shit. <laughs> and yep. I've become like numb. Maybe that's why your tires are so bad. No. <laughs> No, they're not broken. Calm down, all right? I mean, I do crash fucking potholes, but, like, I just, I forget. And then I'm just, and then I'm in her car, and we've got a little tiny, it's a Kicks. It's it's fucking small. Mm -hmm. And it's got low-profile tires, because it was uh, a a dealer version. It's ridiculous, the amount of extra shit in that car. I know, it's fucking insane. I love it. It should not be that, like, filled with features. It's so stupid, I love it. Um... And, and so, it drives great in the rain. It does. Especially Boston rain. It really did. So I'm not used to driving in that car most of the time. And then mm-hmm. I'll be out on the road and I'm just driving relaxing with a, with a lady. She's like, watch out. And I'm like, ah, what? And I like swerve a little bit. She's like, pothole. And I'm like, oh, right. We're in your car. Oh, if yeah. I hit that, the whole thing breaks. <laughs> it's not a pothole. It's a crater. Yeah. But my Jeep, I don't care. I commonly run over (laughs) thank you Bob for calling Joe out (laughs) so yeah I'm just so used to like the Jeep and I'm like I go to a parking spot when do I stop when my tire starts rolling over the little bumper thing like I don't care it's called a parking block you use it yeah well for me it's a it's a step stone it, it lets me know that I'm above oh so you do the Jeep oh I go on it yeah I don't I sometimes it's not on purpose so like the suspension is so good on the the like the gladiators and everything. Sometimes I'll be parallel parking in front of the house and like I think I'm close up on the curb and I'm like okay, that's good. And then I get out of the car and then I turn around like after I get out and walk towards the house and turn around and realize that like my back tire is just up on the curb. <laughs> but like it didn't even like change the ride height. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Ah, oh, son of a God damn, and I got to get back in the car. I'm like, no, nah, you know what? Fuck it. it. It's up there now. It's it's shocking <laughs> to me how smooth of a ride that is. Because you'd think, all right, big knobby tires. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be that great on the road. But the the few times I've driven with you, it's just like, huh. Yeah, I mean, I That's do have. nice. These aren't the knobby ones. I don't have no. yet. Yet. I do need tires now. And I've been oh, looking God. at tires. You have a year left on your lease, Joe. That's the thing. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? So I looked at even like the cheap tires and I'm like, it's like a 
fucking $50 difference attire between, like, the shitty ones that are on there already and then, like, the top-of-the-line Falcons that are literally rated for uh, mountain, ice, and snow, like the three-peak. And I'm like, if Mm -hmm. I get those, I don't give a fuck where we're driving. I can go anywhere. Mud, trails, hills, mountains. You're taking it to Normandy (laughs) this year, and it's your tank. Yeah, like I, I'll take the top off. I'll put some netting up and be fine. So I don't know. Like that's the whole thing of why I would love to get like the the XE version because then I just bring it back to the dealership. And be like those tires, that car, those tires, that car. They're like, don't you want the ones that comes with? No. Now kiss. Yeah, <laughs> I want the ones I bought. That is amazing. So, yeah. But I feel Cars. like it's a pretty good, pretty good jumping off point. Unless you have anything else, uh, I do. But we could save it. We've, right. we've got some, we've got some stuff. Fair enough. Well, uh, as always, you know, it's been been fun. Always yes. been a good time doing this. Um, but uh, as always, you can check us out on all the different social medias and all that kind of stuff. Our website, tabletoptrio.com. Check it out. Next week. Hot gobbler time mm-hmm. with the guys from Full Slice. That should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, have some other cool stuff planned for that. Yeah, if you uh, if you want to get a taste for what the hot gobbler is going to be, you can check us uh, up on our YouTube page for when we did the the spicy mac. Uh, and you guys could follow that at home and make it yourself, and then see where this is going to go. I cannot wait because that spicy mac might have been the best burger I've ever had. I feel like that's what Bronson was saying last week. Too. Everyone was saying it, and I just don't believe you. <laughs> Trust me, we're not blowing smoke. <laughs> it was incredible. Uh, but that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be cool seeing uh, Kyle and Tyler again. We'll do a little yeah. mini recap of the sauce festivals and yeah. do some hot gobbler action. That's, which, a, that's a sentence. I'm going to pretend I didn't say that. <laughs> <No>, it's <laughs> that's it's Sorry, it's on camera. Fuck, it's on the internet. Oh, there's going to be a button. <laughs> Jokes on you. I control it. <laughs> no, I'll pull it from YouTube. I... <laughs> oh no. But uh but yeah, so for one final time, I'm Bob. I'm Joe. And uh it's been Tabletop Trio. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>